Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. This week, I'm so excited. I have an amazing guest joining us. I have the beautiful Stacey Hughes. Um, hello, Stacey. Welcome. Hello, Zoe. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat with you. We got a little bit carried away before we hit record, so I can't <laughs> wait to see um, where this conversation goes. But tell us a bit about Stacey Hughes and what you do and what your business is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I actually started my business a year ago. Um, I started it under my name and um, it's a, to do um, paid advertising. And I mainly work with online course creators. Um, so it's something like paid ads is something that I have been doing for about five or six years. Um, prior to that, we had a, some dietitian clinics and I use paid advertising to grow that business. And I just really love using ads. And I did all the training that you could, you know, that I could find. And so about a year ago, I just decided I wanted to start my own business in, in my own name. Like I wanted to start a personal brand. So um, I built my own website on Kajabi and um, started my business. So here I am today. I've got a course and um, yeah, I've, I've just been doing that over the last year. Woohoo! Well, happy business birthday. That's, I mean, so many businesses don't even make it that far. So that's so exciting. Uh, and yes, Stacey is a fellow Kajabi lover for anyone yes. who has been listening to the podcast for a little while. You will have heard me talk about this amazing platform that is Kajabi, which is, like, it's just the best. It's the best. <laughs> um, so, well, that's super exciting. So have paid ads played an important role, obviously, in you growing this side of your business? Yeah, it has. I mean, I'm kind of like the plumber with the leaky toilet. Like I've been spending so much time on my own clients' work that I haven't spent the time, you know, on myself. But I am changing that at the moment. I've actually, where I am right now, I've actually gone away for a couple of nights. Um, So lucky. Yeah, so I could spend some time working on my business, so creating my own ads. So, um, yeah, I'm doing that at the moment. But, yeah, it's something that I want to do more of um, because, you know, I tell everyone else to do it. So I want to do it for myself. And, you know, I basically was starting from ground zero with my new business as well. So it's all for me, it's all about list building and, you know, using ads to list build um, as well as try and um, grow my reach organically as well. Yes. I think we're all a bit guilty of that. Like, we're, I think it was you that pointed out just a couple of weeks ago that I had a few broken links on my website and I'm like, yeah, like that's the classic case, isn't it? Like, isn't it? I, I can build these beautiful um, websites for other people, but my own, like, it's just that there's no time. <laughs> it's, it's so true. And yeah. So anyway, I'm changing that. I'm changing yeah. that. I'm spending more time on myself to promote myself, you know, to get ready for my next launch and things like that. Yes. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk launches. Cause you said you've got a course um, and you've launched that a couple of times already. Yeah. So I've, I've only launched twice. I think the first time I launched, um, I got two people. So, you know, yeah, I'm two is like, like better than none, right? <laughs> better than none. And you know, that's two people that believed in me when they didn't really know me. So yeah. um, that's been amazing. But then the next time I launched was 28 people. Um, Yeah, so I am still kind of refining my offer, refining my messaging, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm just still trying to find my way. Um, And probably the thing that I 
don't do well is I don't leave myself enough time until the launch. Like I don't have a great runway. So I, uh, I'm not going to launch again until the 1st of September and the next couple of months I'm really focusing on you know the list building setting my own ads up and just doing like little activities like I'm doing paid workshops just to really grow my reach and exposure and just you know to find people that can kind of work with me in a way or see how I work and then they can you know decide if they want to commit to my program when I launch it in September. Yes. And I think that's a super important um, kind of thing to touch on because I keep harping on about how that the pre-launch phase is almost more important than the launch phase itself. And so if you like, we all think like, if I just, you know, I'm just going to build this program and put it out there and people will buy it, but it's, it's really not the case. (laughs) It's really not the case. And that's what I even found in my last launch. Like, you know, I did Bonjoro's and I did the sales webinar and all those sort of things. But it's like the the people who actually did buy for me weren't new people. They weren't people that had never heard of me before. Like the people that bought from a Bonjoro, they've they've been in my world for a long time. So yeah, I, I, that's when I kind of realized too, my program isn't probably something that someone's going to see from an ad and buy either, but then they might, you know, have downloaded my freebie and then, you know, might be on my email sequence. They might come to one of my paid workshops and then they might buy my things. So Yeah. yeah, that's when I kind of realized I can't just have like a two week runway and launch, you know, it's really, it's the months leading up. Yeah that is where the sort of hard work is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So let's talk specifically then about um, what did you, what was your launch the second time around? You said you got 28, which is amazing. Um, And what was your launch strategy for that launch? Yeah. So I I probably did something um, a bit extra, which I I probably won't do again to get those 28 (laughs) people. And that was because everybody was asking me that they wanted me to do their ads for them. So I did make an offer in that launch um, to, you know, the offer was that I would do your ads for you. So um, it had that done for you element in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really just wanted to get attention, you know, get people into my membership, that type of thing. So that's why I did it that way. So um, I guess I had to do, you know, I guess guess you got to try these things out in the beginning, don't you? Absolutely. To sort of realise it was fun, but I'm not going to do that again. And, (laughs) or, or you, or you, you know, bump the price up. So here's the membership. Yeah. Here's the VIP option to get the done for you component, but it's a little bit more expensive. (laughs) That's right. And it was a lot of work. You know, that was a lot of work. You know, a lot of clients, um, you know, were at different stages with their business too. So, you know, they don't have their messaging sorted or whatever. So, yeah, so the... Yeah, it was a great learning experience. It, it, it helped me work out my systems too on, you know, collecting information and then, you know, you know, actually inputting the, yes. like actually doing the work. Yes. So that yes. was good. Um, but yeah, it is something I'm, I'm changing a bit now. So um, yeah, but anyway, I, I'm also working on the, some paid workshops because I think that is good as well for people just starting out. Yep. They want to learn themselves and they can't afford you know, the done for you service. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to experiment with that over the next couple of months. Yeah, cool. So that's going to be your focus on the, um, I guess, the list building growth strategy before you then, because um, I imagine there's probably a price point difference between yeah. a, a small paid workshop versus coming in and joining the membership. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. So my membership is just a one-off fee, but yeah, I do want to um, sort of grow my exposure by yeah. doing the paid workshops. And so I've sort of got two. I've got one that's LinkedIn ads um, and one that's Instagram ads, like getting people out of Instagram and onto your database. So I've sort of got two different focuses as well, not trying, um, you know, I love Facebook ads and everything, but, you know, I just think there's sort of other other things that, you know, other tools that people or other, you know, ways people can yeah. learn. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes LinkedIn might be the best place um, to do, to focus your, uh, you know, your organic reach and your advertising. So I've um, spoken to a few people lately who have been like, I actually have said to them, like, I actually think you should be advertising on LinkedIn, not in Facebook. Yeah. I think your ideal client is probably hanging out over there. And if you can, you know, capitalize on that rather than wasting your money on Facebook ads that are not getting any traction, then that would make more sense. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. And sometimes people come to me and they're like, um, you know, they want to target particular people and they want to do it with Facebook ads, but it's really hard to do that. It's really hard to find those people that way. Whereas LinkedIn, you know, has different ways of finding audiences. So um, yeah, sometimes that's a bit better. So yeah, I'm just sort of experimenting with those. I love that we have the ability, like we can control that we just can decide that we're going to experiment <laughs> like yes. our business is supposed to be fun and we get to experiment and sometimes those experiments pay off sometimes they don't but if we exactly. don't try new things and have a little go at doing these different things and how do we know whether they're going to work or not and they might be the one thing that's going to catapult you know our business to yes. that next level yeah that's exactly right and yeah it's all an experiment isn't it so absolutely and we're so lucky that we have a pro you know we have like we've got Kajawi we can build a landing page in a day you know you can build your offers and your checkouts so easily that you can just experiment with these things yes yes I do find that and I keep trying to tell people like when you know what you're doing you can get a new lead magnet you can get a new offer kind of done and dusted in a whole day like it's it makes yeah. it so easy to kind of get all of those things done and that is probably why we love it so much <laughs> sure <laughs> i would love to know what is your favorite launch strategy are you a webinar girl are you a challenge girl or are you just a email girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess I'm still trying to find my feet with all of those things. I have experimented with a challenge. Um, I did it with somebody else. So the both of us Ooh, did a challenge cool. together. Yeah. So we got a few learnings from that. Um, it probably wasn't a great idea to do it together because um, she was a copywriter and I was the ad. So yeah, um, yeah kind of probably was a bit too much for a challenge in one week with two different you know, do two different people. So, um, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that again. But again, it was just, you know, again, experiment, just tried it out. Yes. So, yeah, I've done that. I do have a webinar. I've changed my webinar a few times now. I think I've finally landed on the one that I like to deliver. And, um, you know, that's really interesting. And that's about seven ways to optimize the performance of your ads. Um, So yeah, I've been kind of just running that even not in launch as well, just to get practice, get people coming to the webinar. Um, I run it live on YouTube sometimes if no one shows up. Um, So yeah, I've just kind of been getting my practice and trying to really refine my webinar. Um, So I, I do like the webinar. Um, and 
Yeah, email, I've been really struggling with, I really struggle to promote myself and talk about myself. So I'm really trying to work through that. (laughs) Um, So I've just come up with a strategy actually over these last couple of days, which I'm really great at giving advice to other people and other businesses. So I've been trying to think of a particular person I'd give advice to and then how that advice then relates to me. So, you know, not giving, not actually giving them that advice, but what would I tell them if I was going to, but then how could I shape that advice to be something I could do for myself? Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. So um, it's like, basically, I know it sounds weird, but it's like, I'm basically like giving myself my own advice. But like, it's, (laughs) I was only discussing that with someone else the other day about how, you know, I could so easily look at someone's, you know, funnel or sales page and give them some tips on, Hey, I would tweak this or that reads better if we do this. And like copywriting is not my thing, but you know, I can see the, their side of things and, and kind of offer advice. But when I look at my own, I just go, Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I know. I go I go to write my emails and I'm like staring at a blank, you yes. know, the blank yeah. word doc. I don't know so where to start. Long. Yeah. I don't even I don't know, know where to start. Say. Yeah. So I, I've been trying that and it's been working. I've been, I don't know why. I don't know why I can, you know, when it comes to me, I paraly- I'm paralyzed. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I've been experimenting with that. And um, so, yeah, so the emails I'm working on. Um, yeah. And I think it's, um, it's yeah. a, that is a, like, I know it's like such an important part of list building and nurturing and growing a, an online business, but man, I feel like it's a, a bit of a, like a, a, a sticking point for a lot of people that they get really stuck when it comes to that sort of um, side of things. Like, like marketing just, yourself, hey, yes. it's the marketing yourself that, yeah, you can really yeah. Some people have on. the knack to just do it so authentically. And then I just yeah. feel like every time I write my own emails, it just sounds like I'm like one of those sales reps from one of those ads. On TV. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that just doesn't sound genuine or a thing. And like, I, you know, it's, it, it's yeah. definitely something that I think everyone could improve on. And, yeah. you know, but if you don't like, you've got to find that method that works for you and kind of experiment a few times to see how you can do it in a, in a way that works for you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And if you're, you know, if you're, if it's not working, then okay, let's scrap that and let's find a new way. So I love that you're just, you just get experimental with things. And I think it's the most um, exciting way to do business as well. Um, But then um, I guess that gives you the really the the good opportunity to work out what it is that you enjoy, what it is that your clients enjoy and relate to most so that then that can become your rinse and repeat strategy for the long term. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and I'm like, I'm only launching my podcast this week. So I'm still, you know, at the very start and I'm still doing all those, you know, kind of top of funnel activities. Yeah. um, And that's what I'm going to be doing with my ads as well. Those, you know, the list building ones, the awareness at ones, you know, doing, doing reels and turning those into ads. Okay. Um, I've just got to pause you here because I feel like that's going to be a topic that so many people are like going to be like, okay, Stacey, well, what ads do I run? So yes. 
you're in that <laughs> like that the list building stage so what like can we go into a little bit more de- like not too yeah. specifics but like yeah. what kind of ads are you going to run between now yeah. and when you launch your yeah your- so I'm definitely going to do podcasts like so um yeah maybe like video views or reach ad for my podcast yep. to try and get that out to new listeners um so I'll be targeting online course creators um and yeah that type of thing so definitely the podcast because I think that gives you the opportunity to then further nurture your people too so you can you know I'm going to talk about client stories I'm going to talk about my offers on my podcast um and so there's those opportunities yeah to market yourself on your own podcast so um yeah my strategy is to get ads get them to my listen to my podcast um the other things will be um yeah stories and reels so I'm really going to be um working on those and then turning those into ads as well so that's actually I'm going to run a little three-day challenge which is going to be how to turn your um Instagram or how to turn your reels into ads so that's kind of a thing I'm going to run in August um but yeah just an awareness kind of campaign to get people to know the brand of Stacey Hughes yes yeah so I probably um I'll be doing reels that are specific for something so maybe it is around my paid workshop or a webinar or something like that but then turning that into an ad gotcha Um, yeah, just to reach new people. And it's really cost-effective way to do it because you don't have to spend much money um, on those types of ads. Yes. Yeah, well, I think um, that is a topic that I have seen come up quite a bit about ad costs going through the roof and and those kind of things. I haven't noticed it too much in the one yeah. ad that I run, but, yeah, I see people like, oh, my God, my ads have gone, my, my cost per lead has gone through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. It's so tricky, but you do have to, yeah, kind of look at your strategy and work out, you know, yeah, what are you focusing on? Um, and and sometimes if you are just starting out, it is those top of funnel ads. So ads to your podcast, yeah. you know, ads to your webinar, ads to some sort of like standout post that you do. Um, yeah, so things that already get good engagement and then turning those into ads is a good strategy there. Yes. Yeah. So looking at your organic kind of content and being like, okay, well, that one did really well. So let's yeah, turn boost, that into you know, not boost, boost is the wrong word, but let's <laughs> turn that into <laughs> turn an that ad into an ad. And get that yes. in front of more people. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I am a big fan of using Facebook ads to grow my business because mm-hmm. I am not super consistent with my social media and you know <laughs> as a busy mom and and you know those kind of things um I would love to know um and you don't have to share if you don't want to but um budget wise if someone is yeah. just starting out like yeah. how much do you recommend to spend per day on Facebook ads because I think yeah for a lot of people I think if you're just starting out those kind of video views or reach ads like five dollars a day you can yeah. you can still get great results with that yes. um so yeah definitely that but as a general rule I do kind of think um if especially if you're coming up to launch you probably want to look at about five hundred dollars a month okay. to spend yeah. and then the other thing I do say to people if you know thinking about their launch ads as well is what's the cost you'd receive if you get one new client Mm. um so you know whatever your offer is and then you know working out then that's your budget for your launch ads so you know that at least you get one person you've you've paid off your ads yes um but obviously you want to get more than that but yeah kind of work that out 
at being what your budget would be for your launch ads. That's really good to know. So I, yeah, I'm spending, I think about $10 a day just on a list building ad and I'm really happy with the ad. I'm really happy with the cost per lead, but yeah, yeah like as you get closer to launch, it's like, well, hang on, we might want to, you know, increase that a bit more because we obviously want more, more eyes on, yeah. um, on what we're doing. So that's a really, really helpful benchmark. So thank you. Yeah. And it's so, and it's good to, you know, to think about, you want people to see you in different ways and on different ads too, you know, you don't want them to see, keep seeing you in the same ad. So yes. um, yeah, so maybe they'll, they'll be like, yeah, they might see you in a reel or then they'll see you advertising your webinar or, yeah. you know, advertising your offer or whatever it might be. But yeah, just a, a few different you know, have, running a few different campaigns is really good just to, you know, get that variety or get yourself out there a bit more. Yes, that's another, oh my God, I feel like I should have had a pen and paper. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen to this episode all over again uh, just to get all those little, I think everyone, uh, I'm going to have to put a disclaimer at the front. Make sure you sit down with a pen and paper before <laughs> you listen because there's so much good advice in here. Um, we're so grateful that you have shared with us because um, I know Facebook ads, is it's either, people either love it or hate it. <laughs> yes, I know. And I know some days I hate it too. When I go into my business manager, the other day I did a presentation for a group and when I, I practiced that night and everything was fine and then the next day when I went to actually do the presentation live things had changed in my account and I was just of like course. oh okay <laughs> you know deep breath okay that just I've just changed the wording it's all good you know but it's oh, like no. oh my god you get no advance warning you yeah. get no pop-up that says hey this has changed like you just have to just... kind of fumble your way through yeah I think it's a bit like what um Instagram anyone who works with Instagram social media managers and those kind of things they could yeah. probably relate to that as well yes <laughs> those things just change and you just have to, you know, yeah. roll with it. That's right. That's the joys of having a digital business in 2022 <laughs> is it is the very fast paced environment, like so fast paced and you've just kind of got to um, yeah. be adaptable and just, you know, okay, it is what it is. I'm just going to keep going, <laughs> do my thing <laughs> and do, you know, do what I do best. So yeah. When it comes to, um, launching and running your business what is like one piece of advice that you would give to someone who is just about to start their first launch because there's a lot of people out there that are gearing up for launch number one which is an exciting and also terrifying time (laughs) yes it is um yeah it's it is it's hard isn't it because it's it's it is all about that kind of getting your messaging right that's probably the hardest thing isn't it whether you do ads or not or selling your offer or just writing you know getting organic reach all of that it's your messaging isn't it so really working on that um and it is hard when you're trying to do that organically and you don't have the reach to get you know whether the, you know if that messaging is landing yes, or not the data to know whether to know it's, that that's is right. it the message or is it the offer or is it this or is it that like yes yes, yes. so, so it many can variables. take a while to yeah do that process of elimination <laughs> and then sometimes it's like you can't give up either you know you do have to keep on pushing on so yeah. um yeah so I would say that um you know no one should ever feel like their first launch was a failure yeah. um, and they should just keep 
just take it as lessons because whatever happens, um, you're probably not going to get that million dollar first launch. I don't think anyone ever does or the six figure launch in your first launch. So whatever happens, whether no one shows up to your webinar, still run it anyway. Um, Run it live on YouTube so it's not a waste. Um, You know, give out the recording, run ads to the recording or whatever you want to do. But um, I just think that um, all too often people, if they're not surrounded by the right people, that they um, think they're a failure and they give up. Uh, I actually had a friend the other day, she had 40 people registered for a webinar and she was going to cancel it. Um, Oh my God. I think my first uh, webinar, I had like 20, like less than 20 people register. And I I was like, you just, oh. I know. I was like, do not cancel that. You know, if no one shows up, you still run it and you pretend like 40 people are on there. So, um, but I think, you know, when you're not in groups, you know, when you're not in like, you know, like your membership or in other groups, like you can some, when you're just in your own head, you kind of think, oh, I'm a failure. I haven't got enough people. I'm not going to make a five figure launch or whatever for my first launch. Um, So you can get a bit caught up in those things, can't you? Oh, yes. And because everyone only really ever talks about this like everyone comes out on social media and tells you about oh my gosh I've just had the most amazing launch you know I hit six figures in my launch and this is the lessons that I learned from it like no one ever comes out and says I just like sold one spot to my program and this is the lessons that I learned from that maybe I should do that that. (laughs) exactly and that's the thing but it's yeah whatever happens you're going to learn something aren't you that maybe and maybe that lesson is you just have to you just have to keep going or you know you have to start networking in other groups and you know do free masterclasses or um you know do get on other people's podcasts or, you know, start a podcast or, I mean, there's so many things, isn't there, but you kind of just have to keep on going. And yeah. And I think that adopting that experimental nature as well of being like, okay, well that launch, um, these are all the things that I learned. I'm not going to use the F word and say this launch failed, but you know, this is the result that I got and this is what I learned from it. So then you can use that to be like, okay, well next time, I'm going to try doing this so that, you know, if it was a webinar you did the first time, okay, well, maybe my people don't like webinars. Maybe they don't want a webinar. Maybe they want just a short and sharp three-day challenge where they can just do three short activities to, you know, get them on their way to resetting their metabolism or whatever, <laughs> whatever your niche is, yeah. um, you know, it's getting experimental with what what and also looking at I guess what you enjoy at delivering like what you were saying with your webinar how you've found now the one that you like delivering the most and and going with that because you're going to show up with a lot better energy to that webinar than you are to one that you know yeah you you thought you should have done yeah yeah Yeah. that's so true Yeah. yeah I'm a I'm a big fan of um I do boot camps or challenges for my launches and whilst they are definitely not for everyone because it's like a whole week of energy showing up of delivering content but I just my energy on a webinar is nowhere near as um you know big and exciting as it is when I do a week of boot camp so I've learned that that's you know that's for me webinar I don't know what it is about a webinar but I just I've done it before and I was like that was a bit meh yeah so that's it well you've got to work out what works for you and what you enjoy yes. doing yeah yeah so that you can bring the energy and you can bring the vibe and because that's yeah. what people are buying when they buy your yeah. program they're 
clearly they're buying your energy and they're buying into yeah. wanting time with you. So, yeah. Oh, today has been so, so wonderful. So where can we find you? Where do you hang out yeah. online? Yeah, so I'm stacyhughes.co is my website. Um, I am also, yeah, I'm on Instagram, same stacyhughes.co and Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn a awesome. lot now. I've um, moved into the LinkedIn space. I've also got a YouTube channel which has lots of free trainings on you know, setting up audiences, setting up a lead generation oh. ad or that type of thing. So, um, yeah, check those out. Amazing. And anytime I've ever run a webinar and no one showed up, I just did a live there on is. YouTube. So there it is. That's <laughs> such a good like, little well. tip though. I've been toying with the, do I start a YouTube channel or not? And everyone keeps, um, I think for the niche that I'm in, it would be amazing. But, um, yeah. and I do hear really good things about you know, reach and audience building yeah. and stuff on YouTube. I think it's just something that grows. I think it's just, well, for me, I've just, you know, I, I obviously optimize it and put all my links in, in the description. And, but I mean, you do that anyway. Yeah. So for your, your webinar replay or whatever, but yeah, it's amazing that, um, yeah, something like I did six months ago, I get comments from all people yeah. um, reaching out to me and they say, even actually I've had two people on LinkedIn recently say, I saw you on um on YouTube doing this or whatever. So I thought that was interesting. You know, they see me on YouTube, they watch me, but then they go and look me up on LinkedIn and then DM me there. So that's really interesting. It's a bit of an ecosystem, isn't it? The whole marketing stuff. (laughs) And that's why, yeah, it's good to focus all your energies on one platform, the one that you can do the best, but yeah, you kind of sometimes can't ignore the other ones as well. Yeah, I'm definitely not nailing that very well at the moment, but you've given me lots of things to think about. <laughs> well, well, I will just improve, sh- can't we? All we? That's all we can do. <laughs> I will make sure your links are in the show notes to this episode, but thank you again for sharing all of those little um, bits of wisdom with us today. I know everyone's going to be off <laughs> implementing a few of those things that you've said. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, Zoe.